TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's uh, one of the MCSEs at Tab and comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Yeah, I was talking to my son about... Uh, the Jets a little bit last night. And I was like, oh, look at that Teddy Bridgewater coming back. Kind of cool. Yeah, great. Oh, Dad, they got nobody to throw to. I'm like, oh, geez. So my sons are a little more up on this stuff than I am these days. Because as a Jet fan, you just don't even care anymore. You know, they're running around in their jerseys, and you're hoping they score occasionally. But um, I digress. Let's go on to a, a technology and why we're here. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And, Bob, you've got some news here. You were talking about uh, security and the Obama administration oh, right, yeah. back in 2012. Well, that's a good one. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the Obama campaign used security keys in the 2012 election to prevent hacks. Very smart. It's a reason why that election had less cybersecurity issues. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is a CNET article. Mm-hmm. As political campaigns in the 2018 midterm elections fight off hackers, they might want to look back at Barack Obama's campaign team and what it figured out six years ago. Well, they were working. So they didn't really figure it out. They were working with Google. Um, they had they had uh, the main folks at Google on their uh, election campaign, and Google uses these security keys that Bob is going to explain. So they didn't they didn't come up with it themselves. They they got smart people. They well, work they with. And anybody that's doing anything like this, running a campaign, you got to get smart people around you. Exactly. So but anyway, go ahead. President Obama's campaign in 2012 used YubiKeys. Yes. Which are security keys for protecting logins. Now these and are it, these are physical keys, guys. This correct. is the this is the difference and this is two-factor authentication that really is where everyone should go. So go ahead, Bob. Sorry okay. for interrupting. <laughs> I want to make sure you understood it was a physical key. Well, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to educate here. Yeah. So anyway, um which are security keys protecting logins as a defense against hackers, according to Ubico CEO and founder Stina, and I hope I can do this, Ehrensvard. I think that's... Uh, Is it Norwegian? I think so. All right. E-H-R-E-N-S-V-A with the two dots above it, R-D. Sounds like a Viking to me. Okay. The woman who try, who tried after him did not, and you can see the results, Ehrensvard <laughs> said in a interview at Black Hat. Yes. That Black Hat is a uh, convention of um, bad hackers. Evil hackers. Evil hackers, yeah. <laughs> the uh, They have a Black Hat convention. This is just an FYI. Right. A Black Hat convention is for the evil guys, and then right. they have a White Hat convention for the good guys. Right. They all have So capes. anyway, yeah, they all have uh, <laughs> probably uh, White Hats and... Who knows what? Yeah. But anyway, that missing link in the security chain could have cost Hillary Clinton's the presidency. Mm-hmm. The thousands of leaked emails released by Russian hackers played a pivotal role during the 2016 election. 
Yes, because how you know how they were talking about their constituency is uh, was pretty unflattering. Right, and the resulting controversy contributed to her defeat by Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. The hackers gained access to prominent officials within the Clinton campaign, as well as the Democratic National Committee, through a process called spear phishing. Right, with a PH. PH. Yep. <laughs> In which hackers use carefully crafted emails. And then, you know, we're going to talk about this spear phishing because it's big. It is big, and And, they're not even that carefully crafted. (laughs) Well, some of them are so convincing. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, even guys like us. But what we know is that even if it's a legitimate email, don't click on the link in the email. Right. Use the shortcut you created for your account with that company. Right. Don't go and use a link. Don't use a link ever, ever, ever. Right. And then, uh, so they use spear phishing to trick people like Podesta, Panetta, Podesta, what was his name? Podesta. Uh, One of the P's. I can't remember his name anymore. Podesta. Was it? And they, they gave he gave all his account information because they said, "Hey, your you know your your well, password's expired. Please put this in here." That's and, not quite true. No. No, because he was suspicious. Yes, that's right. So he called his IT guy. Yep. And his IT guy said, "No, don't do that." Okay, right, right. but it probably would be a good idea for to you change to your change password. your password. So he used the link in the email to change his password, <laughs> which brought him to a fake site right. where he entered his credentials with his password, which was, what is it, password one? Yeah, something really With a stupid. capital P? Come on, yeah. <laughs> give me a break. Anyway. The, the, so the Obama campaign used these keys. So what these keys do is they offer you a two-factor Connection. So along with a password, the key has to be physically present and connected to the computer you're using or your smartphone. So no hackers, even if they had your credentials, could get into any account at all, even if they had your password, because the second factor, this physical key from Yubico, would have to be there. And the hacker wouldn't have it, so the Russians wouldn't be in there. I and was, that's why you know Google has never been hacked, because they use these keys. I was at a client site. Uh, last week, mm-hmm. where I had to have the client test their application. Mm-hmm. In order for them to log into their application, okay, yeah. as soon as they, they logged in, okay, they had to pull out their smartphone, right? and they got a verification, and they had to click OK on their I, smartphone yeah. before they could get into the uh, application, which... That's a step. That's a good thing, but I'm going to talk about after you talk about what you're talking about. As yours, the Yubico keys are the best way to do two-factor versus your smartphone. So go ahead and okay. finish up your story. So anyway, a security key is a useful tool yeah. if that happens, since potential hackers would need both your password and that physical key itself to log into your accounts. Right. Google has boasted that since it adopted security keys, none of its employees have fallen victim to account takeovers. Right. Google plans to start offering a device it's built, the Titan security key, mm to the public sometime in the next few months. People who have a lot to lose, a lot at stake, those are the ones who are starting to adopt our products, said Aaron Svard. <laughs> you say that and make it easy for you to say. Yes, Yubico has got a good solution um, as far as two-factor goes. So, all right. So, I mean, the Obama campaign was they're working with the folks at Google so that they could actually get all of our data so they could target us directly. I mean, they were working with Google to figure out who to target in 2012, and that's why they knew about these keys. Um, well, wasn't uh, the head of Google like yeah, a big Obama's, friend of Obama? Yeah. big friend of Obama. Yeah. Okay. But when when the other campaigns do it with uh, Facebook, it's a it's a huge conspiracy. But and it's good that they use that technology. 
So uh, high-profile individuals, people on Twitter who have a lot of followers, or YouTubers with millions of followers. Right. So the extra security measure likely would have protected Clinton campaign manager John Podesta's email Podesta. from being hacked. It was Podesta. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jeff Link, the regional IT director for Obama's, camp Obama's campaign in 2008, said they did not use the security keys at that time. Right. So they didn't use them in 2008, but they did use them in 2012 right. because it was too early. Aaron Svart originally mentioned that both Obama's campaigns used uh, the security keys, but that the company later clarified it that it did not offer the tool in 2008. Sounds good. So I, I want to bring up the next article because that is a good a good way to secure your systems because here in this article, this is uh, from Krebs on Security, one of my favorite security bloggers. Um, he's got an article called Hang Up on, the Mo on Mobile in the Name of Security. There's an entrepreneur of virtual currency, fake money. This is a fake money guy. He's an investor who is suing AT&T for the fact that he lost $224 of real dollars that were fake out of his account. So they want $224 million bucks, uh, from AT&T because what happened was he had something called SIM swapping. So this guy, the bad guys knew he was a heavy investor in fake money and cryptocurrency. And they, they figured out that he had an AT&T phone. So like Bob mentioned, uh, that, that client where you get a, a text message or something to your phone, um, he had that on his account, his crypto account. So he would have to log in as a, as, his, as a user, and then his phone would give him a little text saying, hey, is this you? And he'd type in the, the number, and they'd let you in. Well, with SIM swapping, you need a bad guy on the inside at AT&T in this case, and the bad guy was able to kill his phone and move his SIM card to the bad guy's phone. So as long as he had the credentials for the cryptocurrency account, the text message went to the bad guy. And he's suing AT&T. My point here is it's not AT&T's fault you used their phone <laughs> as your second factor. AT&T is not coming out and saying, buy a mobile phone so you can use it for a security tool. I mean, the AT&T the guys that are selling you the phones in the stores were selling sneakers a week ago. There's nothing about what selling a phone that should be necessarily connected to security. It was a two a good two factor idea, but the ability to 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 actually swap the SIM and kill the SIM in your phone, Bob, and have me take it over on a different phone, so that when I log in as you, you don't get the text. Your phone goes dead, literally, and the bad guy in and Saskatchewan. They even get my phone calls. They even get your phone calls. <laughs> they get everything now. They get your text and they log in and they transfer the money out of your crypto account or they transfer the money out of your retirement account yeah. or they transfer the money out of your bank account. So two-factor on cell phones using texting is weak if, if you're a known target. If you're a general person you know, dealing with you know, security. So if you have, let's say, an iPhone or an Android that's encrypted. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because it's the SIM card. You can kill the SIM, the phone number, then gets ported to a different SIM number. So you're saying this SIM is bad. So your SIM, the little SIM chip in there, you're gonna, your AT&T is going to turn that SIM off and turn it on over here. So that SIM card actually has the keys on board. It, it has the, the phone number. The, 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 the identification of the phone is on that SIM card. Well, where does the encryption? Well, the encryption's on the hard drive. Who cares? But no one's getting your data off your hard drive. You only want the text to go to a different device. So the SIM isn't encrypted. Right. Well, that doesn't even matter if it is encrypted. They're able to go into the account at AT and T and say Bob Sim number one two three four five six seven eight W two is dead. Move it over to this Sim one two three four five six seven eight W eight, and now the phone rings over here. 
your phone still has all your data on it and it's protected and encrypted. You can't get into your phone, but you also aren't going to get a phone call. (laughs) 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 And that's what's happening in SIM swapping. So these Yubico keys is purely the the best way because it has to be physically there. You need that key on your body or connected to the the, the, um, laptop in order for that second factor to actually happen. And the bad guys cannot break that. So uh, I'm going to put a link up here. You really need to ring. You need, you need to look at this uh, article about two-factor and SIM swapping if you're using your uh, your smartphone and you've got lots of dollars connected to it. As far as the two-factor authentication, we're going to step out for a quick break. We got three lines open for you: eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. I've listened to this theme song all summer long. Chuck. <laughs> My kids just binged it all summer long. All right, we're going to be here at 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. You guys are nice enough to join us so far, so let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to David in Wallingford first. Hey, David. Hey, good morning, guys. Great show. Always good advice. Thanks. All right, got a, what I hope is a simple question for you today. Um, I had some support issues with my email, which was an old email system through SBC Global, which is gone. Yeah. Yeah, I connected up with Frontier, and it's been, it ran great the last couple of years, and we had a password problem, and there's nobody who could figure it out yeah. uh, for several several minutes, an hour on the phone. Yeah. Finally got back into it, but having intermittent problems. So I want to, what I want to do basically is migrate my email onto a new system in the quickest way possible mm-hmm. and get rid of the old email address. Okay. So um, when you say yep. new system, is it going to be a new provider, or is it with, it, is it with Frontier, or is it, who's it going to be with? Well, you know, it could be Frontier, but I'm open to a new provider. I'm 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 open to whatever will preserve preserve it in the best way, so I don't encounter these problems down the line. Okay. Even even if, even if I have to get my own domain name. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, SBC Global is funny. I was at a, an account uh, or a prospect uh, in Plainville who was still using SBC Global. Um, yep. I told him at any moment that things can fall apart. SBC Global's been gone for I don't know a decade and a half. It's gone, yeah. Yeah, um, so he's still eating his email to his business. But I uh, digress. Um, so the idea here is you need, if you want to download your mail, you need to have a, a some sort of mail application. So are you using Outlook for your email? What are you using? Yeah, yeah it's Outlook. Okay, good. So your mail is downloaded locally on your computer. It is there locally? Yep. All right. Now it's just a matter of choosing a mail provider. So there are, I actually had a little homework from uh, the listeners asking of alternative mail providers that are out there where you're not getting it quote unquote for free and you're not worried about them reading your email and all that fun stuff. Right. One of the ones I seem to be looking at more and more is a Canadian company called Hushmail. And you can look at that service and you're going to pay annually for your mailbox, but it's your mailbox and it's not going to be looked at or read. There's not going to be any marketing to you. Um, It's a uh, secure email system. Okay. I would recommend you look at it. It's Canadian. Um, I haven't found any American <laughs> systems that do this um, so yet. Uh, there's other ones out there. that There's one in uh, Sweden uh, that's pretty popular as well. I think it's called Proton Mail or something like that. But um, look at look at the Hush Mail um, okay. as an alternative. Then it, all it is is a matter of getting a mailbox, and you can be at whatever domain you want to be. You know, you can go to GoDaddy and pay for you know. David at Wallingford.com. Well, Wallingford is probably owned, but you know what I'm saying? You could call it, make your own domain through right. Go through GoDaddy and set up a mailbox at Hushmail at that 
domain and all of a sudden your mail is coming the way you want it forever. You're going to pay for it, though, and there's nothing wrong with paying for it. The free stuff is the stuff that causes so much issues. Right, right. So I really do have to look kind of like, a, a, I guess it's a modest cost monthly is what they charge, I would bet, right? It is very modest. I can't think of the, the, the price right, right off the top of my head, but it is very pricey. And we'll put a link, right. very cheap. I'll put a link up for you. And someone mentioned, thank you, I'll look at the link. And someone mentioned uh, Wix, W-I-X, as, as a vendor. Is that something you guys know about? Um, I think they're probably a website. I think I've heard them as a web host. Oh, it's a uh, web host. Okay, okay. Probably have to buy the the website, and then they'll probably uh, attach email. But yeah, I'll it's a domain. It. Yeah, that's a domain okay. hosting site. So yes, you buy the site and GoDaddy too. You could pay for a GoDaddy mailbox um, uh, okay. within your domain name. Uh, you can also again go through Frontier and get a quote unquote free one because that's your internet provider, I assume. Yeah, but that's you know that would might lead to the same problem in a year or two. So exactly, uh, you know, they could be purchased by somebody else. Yep. Exactly, yeah. and that's what I'm trying to avoid because I kind of knew when we lost the SBC Global uh, uh, name, uh, someday something would go wrong, and it went terribly wrong last week. So. Yeah, and the other issue too, David, is that you know for even for businesses and companies that are dealing with changes of their of those at email addresses, you know, if you're a town, let's say. You know, a town, and and for some reason, the IT provider, you know, registered your domain name for you, and then when you fired him, he kept it, right? He kept that domain name for his own, and now the town has to change all of its stationery. It has to change. It has to make all the security connections it made with email addresses at the old address to a new one. So all that has to get changed. It's a very expensive problem if you don't right. own your own mailbox, and we've come across this with other unscrupulous IT providers, and. um you know, for you, you'd have the same problem. So if you can just own David at and yeah. pay for it, you're done. Yeah. You're done. You're done. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm. If it's a modest amount, I mean, with everything else we pay for and the exorbitant prices, I think it's a modest uh, investment to own it and keep it and not have it interfered with. You know, five years down the line. Correct. There's always the risk, though, that where you own it and keep, if you own your domain, you're good, right? You'll always be at David wherever you're at. Um, okay. The mailbox could change, right? The mail that company in Canada could go out of business someday. And you right. still may have to migrate your mailbox, but that your address still will stay the same as long as you maintain your domain. Right. right. Okay. So keep that in mind. Great. Thank you for the advice, and I will keep it in mind, and I will look up the hush mail just to see what it's about um, and uh, consider that as well. Yeah. That, very good, David. All right. You guys have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. We just checked it out. Hush mail is about 50 bucks, um a year, I guess, for that service if you try it. The other benefit of that mail system is i guess it's encrypted um they've been back and forth though if, if you're doing something illicit on any of these systems law enforcement's going to go and ask them for your email <laughs> and uh back in 2007 i guess they uh were they were asked to uh, offer up some email boxes for people and that's kind of pretty much anywhere wherever your mail is going to be law enforcement if they want to access it they they're going to figure out how to get access to it unless you bleach bit it and, and wipe it clean and you'll lose if, it if you don't own the server you can't do that Right, exactly. <laughs> if it's just if it's just yoga appointments and wedding wedding plans, yeah, right, Joey. You can use the old letter in the mail. You could be like Jimmy Carter, use paper and pencil and write your letter, and it'll get there eventually. <laughs> so, I don't think I've ever heard of any crime family going down because they didn't put the right stamp on their letter. Well, however, you've got it becomes a federal issue when you go across state lines, right? So the moment you mail that illicit email that somebody, then you're in trouble. So you need like a network of mail hubs. <laughs>
We're not black hats here. We are white hats <laughs> here, Joey. We're just trying to prevent that from happening. So we're giving ideas to law enforcement exactly. that might already be thought of. Well, by they're the they're way ahead of us, I hope. We're going to uh, step out for a break at the bottom of the hour here. Feel free to get online. We have three lines open for you. This is Computer Talk, 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Everything we talk about will be posted live on computertalkwithtab.com. Yep, the name of the show, .com. We'll be back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We have three lines open. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And we'll do our best to help you out with computer problems, comments, and concerns. And under the concern thing, Joey and I were just talking about technology. Joey Burgoyne is sitting in as our producer today. It's always great to have him because I think when we first started with Computer Talk, you, you know, a decade plus ago, you were like our eighth producer back then <laughs> i was windows me <laughs> yeah you're the yeah he's the millennium edition through uh through vista and uh well we were talking about smart speakers now again i think they are misnamed they really should be called smart microphones air quotes smart on the radio well there's that so joey you're, you're kind of explaining to me that we're going to make all these people smart microphones go off now when we start talking about this but Kind of tell me about what's going on with 1080 and how Alexa works and who owns the word listen and well, what's going on. there was a on. big push. We were running liners coming into August about, you know, tune to listen or play. The, it comes down to keywords. Right. So if you had an Alexa device and you were saying, Alexa, listen to WTIC News Talk 1080, it does not work now. Right. Because the new streaming platform we're on of Radio.com, which is a fantastic ad, I'll plug that one. Yeah. Well... The Radio.com app uses the keyword play. Mm-hmm. Another company uses the keyword listen. And they own it. They own the word. They own the word. Another company owns the word tune to, or tune to or tune in. It's insane. So if you have an Alexa On device, the Alexa system. Alexa system, Google, that's a whole other animal. Yeah. So if you have Alexa, it's Alexa, play WTIC News Talk 1080 or right. play WTIC 1080. Right. But you have to use the keyword play. Yeah. And it'll pull it from radio.com. Uh-huh. It's not a skill you have to install. It's on the back end. It understands what you're looking for. Yeah, but you can use the skill, too. There is you can a, use the skill, yes. Yeah, you can configure it. But my, my whole point with this would be, this is insane. I mean, when I bought a radio, I could just tune it to whatever I needed to. Now, depending on what ecosphere I'm stuck with, different companies own different words. It's and, like if my microwave would only pop Jiffy Pop but, and not pop Pop Secret because they didn't have the right button for it. But to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you say, Alexa, listen to listen to AM 1080. Yeah. There's other AM 1080s in the country. So everyone has to be able to distinguish themselves somehow because it, now it's a global listening audience. Right. Where if you had a radio in your car... You're only going to listen to the area. You're most likely not going to catch 1080 out of Texas. That's true. So because it's a and we're seeing people listen. Oh yeah. The streaming I is, get calls from all yes. over the country now. Which so, is really cool. But I think that the technology needs to be smarter and not so it's getting better. Yeah. But Google, like I said, hasn't jumped on the bandwagon. So if you have a Google home device, yeah. right but, now it can't find us. According to Google, we don't <laughs> exist on the airwaves of the internet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can listen to the podcasts. So yes. if you have a Google device, you know, use your okay giant search engine, I'm not gonna say because my phone's gonna wake up. Yeah. Listen to the latest episode of Computer Talk with Tab. Right, boom. It'll pull up the podcast feed. So if you miss it, But you show, can use the word listen on Google. You can't use the word listen on Alexa. Correct. And on Siri, you can't use anything. Siri's like, nah, Siri just gets all confused. She hides under you her You have to umbrella. use a Russian yeah. word for listen. You got to install Persky Bob. and 
Slushy. Slushy. Can I say slushy computer talk with Tap on yeah. Siri? <laughs> okay. So it's they're all it's it's a smart thing that makes your head go numb. How hard is it to get the radio mm-hmm. anymore? It's a freaking Rube Goldberg. I just want to listen to the radio, man. Don't don't use the word listen. Play. Play. WTX. Sorry, oh, I'm so confused. <laughs> Play. Listen. I don't know. It just seems very discriminatory. All right. Thanks, Joey. Appreciate the info. We're going to go to your calls again. Feel free to get online. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. And uh, let's go to Jim in Bristol next. Hey, Jim. What's up? Yeah. Hi. Can you hear me? We can. Okay. I got a bad connection. All right. Hey, real quick. Hmm. Is there a way that you got a recording? Uh, let's say I'm listening to your show. Is there a way to... I, w- I want to convert that to text, you know, to a, download it to um, in, in writing, in text. Is there a way to do that? Yeah, I mean, um, there are tools out there that will convert audio to text for you. I'd have to find one for you as a link so that you don't... So you have, you have someone with a hearing issue or impairment? Right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's probably ways to convert podcasts to text. I would have to. I'm sure there's services out there uh, that'll do that. And um, but I have to find it for you, Jim. I don't know it off the top of my head. Um, oh. But I, I'm sure they exist, and we can put a link up on Computer Talk once we find it, uh, okay. so that you can share it with whoever's having an uh, issue. Yeah. So, so like you know, um, it's let, let's say listening to you, for example, or like um, I don't know. There's 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 something uh, a meeting on uh, being uh, you know being uh, brought uh, it's on your computer you can watch it on um, not, I don't know I'm not into this stuff like closed caption or something like that yeah so so what I'm saying and then so can you you know some of the oh I want to I want to record not record it but um, I want to download this three minutes of this meeting um, yep down into, that's what I'm, you know, I just want to, I don't want to confuse you. <laughs> I'm confused. So well, there are definitely um, podcast uh, transcripts, speech-to-text conversions that you can do. Um, it lo- looks like Apple has it kind of, uh, mm, maybe not, Audacity. Um, Audacity does it. But I can do, I can find some answers for you here. But if you're looking for ways to do it, like through your cable television service, where you're watching a meeting, like a town meeting or yeah, something, like, something like that, right? They should be doing closed captioning. I don't know though if they then record the meeting and then make it available to be played later. Uh, depend. I guess it would depend on your town. You may have to ask if you're in Bristol. You may have to ask the town of Bristol or wherever your person that you're talking about lives if they do that for you. Yeah, but it's not. All, I just use that as an example. Oh, mm. let's say. Um, I don't know TIC or you go on iHeartRadio and there's another, yeah, you know another. Oh gee, I want to. Well, when this comes up after the break, I want to get this four minutes. Of, I'm just an example, so you understand. Yeah, I just want to get this four minutes of what comes up after the break and get it into print. That's what I'm So you're saying um, before I talk about it, you want to have you want to or before the host talks about whatever they're going to talk about, you want to know what they're going to talk about ahead of time. Yeah, let's say you just you know let's let's say for example, and I'm using you because all right, so we're going to we're going to step out for a break, but when we come back, yeah, we're going to oh a guest a Joey's going to be our guest yeah. right after the break, right? And I want to it's a stupid example. No, no, and but, I want to oh okay oh good I want to get that right. You know, so that three, you know, you, you talk to Joey for, let's say, 
three minutes. Yeah. Well, can I get it down into text? Right. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, I think there are services out there that do do that. Um, so, right, then, so services for the time here, but yeah, no. So then you'll post this on. I'll try to find something that hopefully answers your question. And if anybody's out there who already is using this uh, type of technology, you know, feel free to email us at gethelp at tabinc.com and uh, let us know about it because I'm sure it exists already. Right. Um, and uh, there's probably tools out there where you have it running. You can actually have this the tool listening to the program, and it'll actually start. Uh, transcribing it for you the same way a voicemail can be transcribed into text uh, in, in a lot of voice over IP systems these days. Uh, yeah, that's right. Like, like, yeah, you get a voicemail. Can I? Right. There's another example. Yeah. Oh, I got a voicemail. Can I get it down to text? Yep. Let me see what I can do for you there. All right. So Jim. I would go back and look on on the uh, computertalkwithtab.com, the name of the show okay. com, which yeah, also okay. works. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, Jim. You're welcome. We'll do our best for you. Sure. Bye. 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 Um, I'm sure that exists out there. I'm sure in this 50,000-watt audience, there's somebody that's already saying, oh, yeah, I use this tool or I use that tool. Um, and there's tons of them out there uh, that, 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 uh, that I've already seen. Uh, Verbatim is a company that does it. Uh, there's, an, there's some automatic tools out there that seem to do it. Uh, so and I'm, you know, I'm sure it's out there for folks who are hearing impaired uh, who want to listen to the radio. And uh, heck, I, Colin McEnroe was doing some of his shows over an NPR using a signer where he would use um, Facebook to sign. Now, I think the text going from audio to text seems a little more straightforward. But hey, it's a, it was a neat a way for him to kind of help uh, the folks who are hearing impaired, quote unquote, listen to the radio. Um, we're going to step out for a quick break. we got two lines ringing. Feel free to get online. We have a couple lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. Lines are ringing. Feel free to get online. A couple lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. I have found a few answers to that last caller's question. There are some tools that help you convert podcasts to text. Trying to find one that's live seems to be harder, um, but there are definitely tools out there that will convert podcasts. Uh, so if you had the podcast and maybe you play it, and then the tool in between will listen and then transcribe it. Um, but I, I haven't – there's a bunch of them out there. Hopefully I can hear from somebody out there that is using this type of technology already and let us know how it works uh, and how well it works um, to automatically transcribe to text the audio that it's being being pumped out. But uh, so far, so good. So, Bob, do you have anything else you want to talk about news-wise as Joey gets the calls lined up? Well, we were talking about um, cryptocurrency. Yeah, fake money. Yeah, fake money. So a judge out in San Francisco sets bail at $750,000 in cryptocurrency for alleged EA hacker. Oh, really? So you know the, the, um, what is it, the game? Uh, EA. EA has uh, like FIFA 2018. Yeah. Okay. He hacked them? Well, yeah, this guy, uh, let me just read it. A San Francisco judge has set bail in cryptocurrency for an alleged hacker. Mm-hmm. Magistrate Judge Jacqueline Corley last week set bail at $750,000 in cryptocurrency, right. such as Bitcoin or, Ureth- or Ethereum, Ethereum yeah. for a Serbian man accused of hacking video game company Electronic Arts, according okay. to the U.S. Attorney's Office. All right. 
Cryptocurrency is often associated with ransomware and criminal activities on the web. Yeah. But it's gained more mainstream standing as more retailers begin accepting cryptocurrency. Don't ask me where you cash it in. Well, I can't believe this judge is even considering. Do you think they even have the courthouse capable of even figuring out how to... Whether or not it's, it. the transaction's been done. Yeah, I mean... Since it's supposed to be encrypted and untraceable. They've just recently figured out how to mandated PDFs for all court submittals here in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, just imagine how hard it would be for them to actually accept the cash. So, this likely isn't the first time a U.S. judge has allowed cryptocurrency for bail. Mm -hmm. uh, Assistant District Attorney Abraham Simmons told the Palo Alto Daily Post, yeah. judges can order just about anything for bail, Simmons said. Adding that, how about a peck of pickled peppers? The point is to get the de <laughs> defendant to show up in court. Yeah, the man Martin Marsich is yeah. accused of hacking EA's internal computer network, according to an affidavit from FBI Special Agent Justin Griggs. Yeah, he allegedly gained access to copies of the game FIFA 2018 and distributed it, and as well as to in-game currency packs, and then offered them for sale on black market sites, the, yeah, dark, web. the dark web. EA suffered a loss of approximately three hundred and twenty-four thousand dollars. Due to the activity, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office, mm -hmm. if convicted, Marsich, which is obviously a black hat hacker, yes, could face maximum. <laughs> if you weren't sure, yeah, a maximum sentence of five years jail time, yeah. a fine of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars seems low to me, mm -hmm. and financial responsibility for the hacking damage. Good. And uh, Judge Corley and EA uh, didn't immediately respond to requests for comment. Interesting. So yeah, so she wanted. To make it hard for the guy because i'm sure the court would be like you want to pay us in what well, i mean the there's no way that here, the other side is going to be he's going to say I, she made me pay in crypto so and the guys are going to be like i don't know what to do with that send me a gift card <laughs> we're, you, we're holding you in jail right right okay we're going to set your bail at seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in, in cryptocurrency money. but since you're a hacker yeah. we're going to deny you access to a computer <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point too. You can't have your computer, your phone. Ooh, that would that would, that seems. I doubt that's the case, but that would be interesting. Well, you know, that's what they do. A lot of these hackers are uh, are forbidden from ever touching a I computer hope. again. Yeah, I'm sure that works really well. Um, as we wait for your calls, four lines wide open. I'm not sure, Joey. Are you answering their calls when they come in, answering their questions, and then hanging up? Is that what you're doing over there, Joey? <laughs> no. Well, I was helping a lady in Sullington with the whole Alexa thing. Oh my gosh! They're calling. They're getting. They're getting uh, IT advice from our producer. We're in trouble now. Well, it's the whole. You got to you play WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, she's got it. Now she's good to go. All right. So the first time it's it, it got she got confused because it was, you know, playing WTIC News Talk 1080 on Radio dot com in the new or music category. Yikes! Because that was the whole it, command. Well, it has to learn the skill in the back end. Once it uh, learns that skill, it's Alexa. Play WTIC News Talk 1080, and there it goes. Until they lose that, until the skill gets purchased by some other Probably, company. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, the phone's ringing. Stop answering the questions. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's answered all your questions before it gets to us. That makes for a boring show. We have to start talking about our kids. Uh, while we wait for your calls, eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Bob, he's a car fan, so he has these these articles that he likes to talk about with cars. And he found this one that he brought to my attention this morning. U.S. Senator is proposing a bill. Offering a $3,500 discount on American-made cars. Guys, come on. Enough with the darn incentives. Um, it has to do with taxes and how American-owned companies get you know, a huge tax break when they sell their products overseas. And he's, that's how he's going to pay for the fact that he wants to give every 
uh, American car maker, a $3,500 discount. Now, just so you know, car buyers of the world, you're not getting the whole 3500 bucks. Any kind of subsidy, most of it goes to the manufacturer. So he's kissing the heinies of the American manufacturers. And he really, these guys need to stop doing this garbage. Well, why are we allowing foreign car manufacturers? It's not foreign. It's an American one no, that, that's, that's foreign. further down in the article. I read it. It's American. It's an American manufacturer who has a foreign uh, They have presence. a price point below a certain point. Yeah. They don't have to pay their prices as zero. There are zero American taxes. It's the same thing as when Apple builds their stuff in Ireland. Um, so, they, yeah, my Hyundai had a Made in Indiana sticker. Right. We had a bunch of American parts in, in the Hyundai. Um, but, yeah, what happens is they get to build their their components, like like Apple, right? Apple was building all this stuff in Ireland. The EU now is telling Ireland you got to hit them from millions and millions, of, maybe even billions of dollars in taxes uh, because they were Ireland was giving them a break. And Apple did it over there because they didn't want to repatriate the money back here in America and pay the heavy tax it would cost to repatriate it. Now, with the taxing changes that are out there, thanks to the, the new tax break that with the new administration, they will repatriate that money coming over at a lower tax rate. But this is another dingling senator offering a goodie that is our tax dollars to buy an American vehicle. And half of that subsidy, if not more, will end up going to the manufacturer of the American vehicles. Make a vehicle people want. Exactly. I mean, I'm all for American vehicles. Fine. But again, why are we giving away goodies of our taxes like this? Uh, of course, folks like Tesla are on the list, too. You know. So why are our taxes so high? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Bob wanted to bring this up. So uh, I figured I would bring it while we we're waiting for your call. Uh-oh. Our resident groupie's on the line. Danny. You there, Danny? What's going yeah, on? I'm here. Uh, what's up? This- Probably won't surprise you, but I heard in the show you were talking earlier about SBCGlobal.net. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore? Well, they don't exist anymore, but email addresses still do. Oh, okay, because that's my wife's email address is SBCGlobal.net. Yeah. So she has a problem or a potential problem? Yeah, that company, how long has that been gone? Oh, I don't know. A long time. How much does she pay for that email address? She bids absolutely free. So when do you think they're going to say, you know what, Danny, I'm flipping this off? Hmm. The, the problem is people connect all sorts of services to that mailbox, right? She could have her financial stuff connected to it. Oh, her... we don't know. We don't do any. It's just straightly emails. Okay. But you could, like most yeah. people do. If, right. uh, if that were my uh, email, Danny, what I yeah. would do is set up an autoresponder to uh, say that my email address is changing. Please send your emails to another email address. and, okay. and you could set up another account with somebody that's hopefully going to be in business a while. Right. And then the people who send email to her at that address over time would learn that she has a new uh, email account mm-hmm. and start using that. Yeah. And eventually you could get away from the SBC before it goes away, hopefully. Yeah, oh. it, it's going to go away. The last caller had issues with just getting a password recovery on his old SBC Global. So yeah, he's I'm sure just she done. hasn't got the slightest idea that's been so far back. Um, right. Anything like that, SNET, any of these companies that don't exist anymore when you're, yeah. when you're getting a free mailbox well, I always wonder when, when I see her email, like, it dawned on me that, the, you know, they've been gone. Why is that email address still SPC Global? Yeah, they're still, either they're still, you know, offering it as a quote-unquote courtesy. I mean, Frontier, they've all been purchased, and I think the owner is really Frontier. Well, um, that's but, even more frightening. <laughs> well, I'm just worried about your I mailbox. You somebody might buy Frontier, and then they'll be gone. Well, yeah, I don't think anybody's know. ever going to buy Frontier. <laughs> Who knows, Daddy? Yeah, oh, can you put a link up for that so I can have her look it up to well, put yeah. that autoresponder thing so yeah. can save her trouble before? 
Hey, and real quick, uh, our buddy Elon, or my buddy Elon Musk, or our favorite mm-hmm. guy, he, he's, uh, boy, we got to say a prayer for him. He's got problems. I just can't wait to he and Trump on Twitter go after each other. Oh, I mean, God. it's going to be a never-ending battle. He's losing his his marbles over there, Elon is. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, ambient to, to yeah. sleep and uh, Not recreational good. drugs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we got to go, Danny. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.